0: the fire protection round table, baby what's up guys hey thanks for coming on to, to the fire protection round episode three so guys today we have michael hey. he is also known as sprinkler bobby on instagram yes he, hey. has a, he has a lot of really great videos in his story and reels that he makes of his work as a sprinkler fitter he seems very very interesting and we're really excited to talk to him Brian Williams uh, you've seen him before he is very talented he's got a lot of experience in the field Uh, he's in Atlanta Georgia and he works for United Fire Protection as a fire sprinkler technician inspector correct that's right yeah first off um, what got you into the industry and yeah how'd you get started
1: Nice intro. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I'm actually third generation sprinkler fitter. I got in, um, Dang, started started up. directly under my father. Um, he learned from my grandfather, my, actually my my mom's dad. And uh, my dad was non-union his whole life. So was my grandfather. And really? the company my father and I worked for actually, it went out of business. And I got in with another company that ended up going union. And by really? the best, best thing I ever did. Wow.
0: How, old, how uh, old were you when you started?
1: I was right out of high school. I actually did sprinklers with my father in between junior and senior year. Uh, a little two months, you know, when everyone goes out in parties, I was working wrenching with dad, learning. Um, yeah, and then me too. Right, same right, same. when we graduated, like two thousand eight, June. I just I've been full time
2: since. It sounds very similar to Brian's story. Yeah, I'm second generation as well nice uh, you know i remember going to a job sites and you know they'd tell you to put on a vest and a hard hat and don't talk to nobody you know oh yeah right. because i was like six fifteen sixteen whatever
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. well everybody was out partying you guys were working that's, that's it right. i mean that's the only yeah. way to make it in this world you got to be different than everyone else
1: I, I still got my fair share of partying in
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while yeah for sure um, so this this episode i want to talk a little bit about fire pumps we have a lot of people ask tons of questions about fire pumps we have a lot of fire pump guys on our page that's so- actually how uh me and mike kind of
2: met like i uh, i had a problem with the fire pump that was super weird i don't know this like everything i was doing to troubleshoot just didn't make sense i ended up just like calling them off of instagram just like cold call <laughs> Yeah. hey man what do you think about this all of a sudden instagram
1: call- that was the first time instagram was ever calling i'm like oh man what's it what? and then once you click guy? it it said it, it said it was brian i was like all right
2: what's going on <laughs> yes yeah. that was great and did you, what did you, did you end up said? figuring that out yeah so it's actually it's both check valves so it's on the discharge check valve as well as the jockey pump check valve both of um, them oh what i was, gotcha what was the problem that you called him so the problem is that they would continuously lose pressure. Like the building continuously lost pressure and it continues to lost pressure. And then it got then they ended up losing pressure more often. Hmm. Like uh it would it would happen. Um it would drop, let's say 10 pounds every 15 minutes, then 20 pounds every 15 minutes. it was just more and more and more. And then what would cause the jockey pump would kick on, and then it would cause the flow switches. Ah, uh, the paddles inside the piping to, to push up, and then it would start the timer, and then it'll come down, and they'll come back up, and it'll start the timer again. And then the alarms kept going off. Jeez. Yeah. Man. Eventually, the start of the pump started kicking on. So, so you,
0: you called Mike and you told him. What did he say?
2: Yeah, he was like, "Man, well, actually, when we were talking about it, it was we were both like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know either. <laughs> I almost like, thought the underground was broke." Really? yeah I thought so too, but I, I closed both control valves on the uh, on the uh, fire line backflow and nothing it, you know no difference. so that where I came up with the I think we talked about it where we were going to I was just going to isolate the pump with all the control valves shut and just see what happens. Right. and yeah, it was still losing pressure mm. process of
1: elimination.
0: All right. well, how do you uh how do you normally describe to your apprentices? what the suction and discharge side of the fire pump is? Um, I just
2: keep it simple. You know, just the suction side the city side, and then the uh, discharge is the building side. So that's kind of usually how I do it. I try to, even when I like, I would teach fire pump running classes to uh, customers, I keep it as simple as possible. Mm. Like if, if it's an apprentice or an engineer, like they don't need to know everything. They just need to know what they need to know. You know, yeah. right. So, yeah, I'd probably,
1: I'd probably tell them to look for the casing relief right away. Okay. Uh, that, that would, that would put them downstream almost every time.
0: Yeah. Okay. The casing relief though.
1: Yeah. Thermal right. expansion, you know, a little PRV that goes after.
0: So when you guys are running fire pump tests, do you always need to open up the fire pump controller when running an annual or a monthly fire pump test? You no. Take that mic.
1: I would say no. Um, uh, Don't quote me on it, but I don't think that I don't think we're allowed up where I am. I think you would have to have a have a sparky with you with special gear, um, special special gloves. We're I'm in Boston, so Massachusetts. I don't
2: recall ever having that thing open during a test. Mm. So you're talking about a uh, it's huge OSHA violation. This is all high voltage. I believe so. Certifications, yeah. So you yeah. have to have certifications. You have to there's have some a power in
1: there's some power in that baby. You can't
2: just go in there. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen one blow up? Holy crap, man! <laughs> no, no, I can't oh, even imagine. Yeah. You've oh, seen man, this wild sparks everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fire troll. So, um, we were at a a, a factory and a and there was a bad uh, fire pump, like a fire controller, and the fire troll rep went in there. He's like, Oh, here's your problem. He just like opened it and flipped the switch, and things blew up right in his face. Oh, yeah, yeah, not good. Luckily, he was like standing to the side of it, and that, that's why i like, I turned them off and turn them on to the side because I never know what's gonna do. But yeah, the thing went sparks were everywhere. Like, it was that's it was crazy, wild. Yeah, it was wild. And then he just like blew it off, like, Oh, yeah, see, so you just it's bad. I'm like, Holy crap, dude. <laughs>
1: That's dangerous. Yeah, I wouldn't open that thing. Yeah, we wouldn't have We wouldn't have a reason to open it, right?
0: Yeah, I don't. No, well, for your
2: the only thing is like your um get your readings, your your electrical readings. But if it, you know, I like if I do an inspection on a fire pump, and then part of the fire pump inspection is the controller. Uh, you would get the readings, but if it it's only if it shows it now it's from the safe, you know, outside panel. But yeah. if it doesn't show it, I just put it on my, my report. But yeah, you're talking about you know, entrance not like if something happens, big power. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
0: entrance is not to cover you. You're not supposed to be in there. What was your first solo fire pump testing experience like? No help. Oh, just you alone. by myself.
2: Oh, talking yeah. about hours and trying not to freak out. <laughs> really, really. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm not like a testing and inspections guy. So I've never. I don't know if I've been 100% solo, but I do remember my first full build with the first fire pump, and uh, you know, <laughs> it might as well have pro- been solo. It was just a lot. It's a lot to take in.
0: Yeah, you know? that was a, that was a, a fire pump build.
1: So I'm a, I'm like a contract. I'm more of the on the fitter side. I don't really do testing and inspection. So all my anything you see me with a fire pump has been like it's uh, it's final or it's initiation commissioning for the for a building. That's why you always see me with the fire department because
2: they want to be there yeah. to yeah. Um, what about, um, uh, what about repacking? You ever repacked?
1: Yes. Yeah. We've, I've been there on some repacks. So we have a whole, we have a testing and inspections division
0: mm.
1: that, yeah. I, like I said, I'm on the fitter side. I'm not on the testing and inspections, but we've tore apart fire pumps. What was you ever done one by yourself? No, no, oh, yeah. never. No, I've
2: always had like three guys. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I couldn't imagine doing it alone.
0: How often have you encountered the fire department? during
1: there for me every time
2: always there that's um, wild that they're so involved well they're not like that in Atlanta no They've,
1: yeah mm-hmm. so in Boston they're very very involved and especially when you're turning over a brand new building uh brand new fire pump not only is the fire department there but I mean you have you have everybody from insurance to building owners to the the, the general contractor to other people on your team the first time we did that fire pump test, there was probably thirty to forty eyes, sets of eyes on you. Jeez. A lot, lot of people watching every move. You know, they want to know, they want to know if you have a hundred psi at, at the top of both locations, and they'll be right, they'll be right there looking at them, looking at the flow meters. I have a fireman at every stair, every every uh, every flow meter will have a fireman with us. Wow! You know, to verify.
2: I wish we did that. Uh, we just have one <laughs> fire marshal. We might have two and show up and kind of just go through the the whole thing, but never the part. They, could. Depart they depart. could
1: too, you know, they're the, they're the authority out there.
2: Yeah. Figured huh.
1: They could just, they could be there for everything if they wanted to. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So
0: why the name Bobby?
1: Bobby, uh, that's just <laughs> something that developed on the job site. And then it's kind of like uh, maybe like a social media alias, try to keep okay. you know, everybody, everybody away, you know?
0: it's a good name. And it, it
1: kind of, it, it kind of go on you know, the blue collar Bobby. And then it was, uh, it actually started with uh, from a tin knocker that was named Bobby on a job that I had, uh, one of my first jobs as foreman. And, you know, we just started calling everybody, Bobby. everybody was Bobby for a bit. <laughs> and then it just stuck, it just stuck, you know, and now yeah, on, uh, on the Dunkin' Donuts app, when they order coffee, it's Bobby. So people that work with me, they know me as Mike. We'll be standing at Dunkin' Donuts and the, the coffee lady's like, Bobby. I'm like, Yep. Man, so it's, that's uh, funny.
0: It's, it's, it's good. It sticks. From, from Austin. <laughs> likes to drink coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah. Big, big you Dunkies are, guy, hey. You are token. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Dunkies in Cali, right? Uh, no, we do. We have one. We have one, yeah. We have okay. one pretty close. It's in Burbank. We have well, like you had 12, to have a Starbucks
2: in California, We have 12
0: right? in every
1: town. Like, Dunkin's is on every... It's like McDonald's.
2: That's like us in Mexican restaurants. They're freaking everywhere. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So
0: in Boston, they say, I'm going to go to Charlestown to get a hot dog. And park the car. Park the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, only, the, the only thing about Boston that I know is Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's so much more to offer than Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is valid. This is valid. And we, uh,
1: they kind of had a, a high rise. They they kind of had a big stop on building high rises when we we're under Menino. We got, since we got the new mayor, they've been letting us loose. We've been building skyscrapers really? out here. Yeah, it's sick.
2: Bring them on in.
1: Bring them in. The land is
2: blowing up. I, there's so much new construction. It's yeah. crazy. I yeah. can only imagine the stuff that
1: is there that needs to be fixed from years ago, though. Oh, it's That's crazy. Like, the yeah. The old stuff, right? I have
2: a, yeah, I have a 1908 sprinkler head from underground Atlanta. And there's still tons of them there that I can't even get to. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> sick. I drained this
2: system just for a head. They
1: don't, they don't make them like that anymore. Wow. No, one, no. I would have done the same thing. Get, go back and get me one. Yeah, <laughs> if I ever get the chance.
2: <laughs> I know where they
0: are. That's an old one, yeah. Before I take you to the next question, where'd you get that fitter hat? I got this from uh, Sprinkler Life. I thought so. I thought the, so. The
1: Sprinkler Life. Uh, oh. I, I, that's all I know him as is Sprinkler Life, right?
0: Well, shout out yeah. to Sprinkler Life. That is a, that's a dope hat.
1: I love the hat. I have. Uh,
0: we'll make some sales for them right now. One,
1: two, three. I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. I got six of them right here.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah,
2: I love what they're doing, man. Sharing it, making it fun, and making it like a community. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's a small yeah. community, but I like it. It's great. Yeah. There's not a lot of us, man. It really isn't. So,
0: do you guys, did you follow sprinkler life whenever they were at the beginning or when did you start with them?
1: Uh, I think I've been following them for a couple of years now.
0: Yeah. Cause they, I don't know they, if, I don't
1: know if I was very at the very beginning, but I like it. It's a good it's concept. A, it's a good concept.
0: Yeah. What's the most challenging part about running a fire pump test? Mm, Making sure
1: there I'd say communication. Mm. Yeah. For, for me, like I said, with the fire department, if you got to figure as a fireman over everyone's shoulder everyone's on the radio everyone's real quick to want to say out what their psi is or how you know what their gpm is and it's kind of like you got to just keep that info to yourself everybody's listening i, I would say communication they're all on the radio at the same time the water's flowing and rolling up them wet hoses
0: yeah. <laughs> communication and temperament
1: that's it just keeping
0: your cool what do you what do you think brian no communication is
2: huge and just like you're saying and even on like a in like a small inspection you know uh-huh. you got a guy out there with a hand pedo right there at the water and you're giving him hand signals and he's like what are you talking about what yeah. what and i've done it so many times like i had a runner because the pump is inside the uh, building and uh-huh. i would like give him a hand signal and he would shut it off before i get my
0: 150 i'm like oh my gosh we gotta do it again
2: yeah, yeah. communication's super
0: important You hear that, everybody, communication in all industries is by far the most important thing. In all industries, in all relationships, in everything that you do, communication is the backbone, it's the foundation, it's what keeps things running. Huge. Um, What controller is your favorite controller to work with? Uh, I know you guys said that you're probably not opening controllers very often, but um, if you do work with controllers, do you have a favorite? Yeah, Fire
2: Troll all the way. Okay. It's, kind of exclusively
1: uh, with Fire Troll up here. Okay. That's really all we, all we see. Yeah, for the most part, that's all that's all we're putting
0: in. And what is Fire Troll? What kind of controller is that? Well, it's just a, a
2: manufacturer. Like, I love Viking products, you know? Right. Like, I prefer that. Like, I prefer Nitex over channel locks or, you know... Um, what, yeah, it's just Milwaukee the, it's just the over, fire yeah. trolls, the brand.
1: Yeah. Jockey pump fire pump. <clears throat> yeah. We have a uh, very close fire fire troll rep in, in our area that he'll you know, he'll show right up if we need him. Really? He'll talk you right through over the phone on how to do anything in any one of them fire troll panels.
0: How are you putting the system on test?
1: Always have an electrician, fire alarm guy.
0: Okay.
1: That wouldn't be that wouldn't be up to me.
0: So it's test when you arrive.
1: I would be kind of in sync with the fire alarm company um, slash the electrician on site, hmm. and they would call out the bo- they would call out the master box and, and let, hmm. let the fire department know we're on test, and then they kind of would say, all right, you okay. should be good.
2: So do you I, all um, only do sprinklers? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I worked for a, a multi-trip. When I first got in the union, I worked for a shop that did plumbing, pipe fitting, sprinkler. Right um HVAC and it was like as the sprinkler guy you were the redheaded stepchild <laughs> they would I think they would uh, uh don't quote me on this but I think what they would do is they would if you buy the pipe fitting the plumbing the tin knocking we'll give you the sprinkler for free and that's kind of what it seemed like and we'd be on these high rises oh. and it would be it would be the one company would have all four of those trades so every cart every gang box all had that same logo it was, it was tough to navigate everyone's got the same sweatshirt the whole job all the pipe oh jeez. And it's like, oh, I'm a plumber. Oh, I'm a pipe fitter. And it was like, you know, these guys are leaving at 1.30 and these guys are leaving at 2.30 and the redheaded yeah. stepchilds all had to stay till three type deal. Right,
2: right. And you had to pipe around their stuff, you know.
1: Right. Where now where it's just a sprinkler outfit, you know, if the plumber's in my way, we, we dispute it. Whether he, he's going to pay for it or I'm going to pay for it. Where if at the other company, it was like, oh, no, tough luck. Go around.
0: Oof, mm.
2: man. Awful.
0: Do you guys know anyone who significantly damaged a fire pump due to deadheading?
2: Um, like the case and relief valve not opening and not paying attention? Yeah, I got a call from – it was a diesel pump. Case and relief didn't open, and then there was an automatic valve for where the water would dump outside the room uh, to keep the pressure down and keep it from, like, deadheading, and that didn't open up either. And there was engineers that were um, – they were just running it, and it, man, that thing caught on fire. The whole thing caught
0: on fire. God.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. We had, to, we had to replace it. We had to bring in a whole new skid from Patterson.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that, I've never, that uh, job
2: was crazy. I've never particularly heard of deadheading. I've never heard. Um, I guess it's never, just no cycle, no residual water flowing. Mm-hmm. Nowhere for it to go. It's just, yep. Right, right. It just stops. Case and relief valve doesn't open. Um, there's no relief of any
0: water. So it just gets Uh super hot. Yeah. So I'm just,
1: I'm trying to put into, so at the, at the job that we just did, the vertical turbine, I'm sure you guys seen on my page, no casing relief. Yeah.
2: You told me about that.
1: No casing relief. So, and the, and the the theory is that the casing relief is only there to keep the, you know, to keep the motor cool. Right. And in this circumstance, all the impellers are in the well. So Uh they're actually sitting in the water and that's, what's keeping them cool.
0: Hmm. But the water's That's got nowhere. Crazy. The water's
1: got nowhere to go. I mean, everything's. Those standpipes are at three hundred. That pump turns on. It's just three hundred and it's just running. Got nowhere to go, and it doesn't go over. It doesn't like overpressurize.
2: Is there two master casing relief valves? After, not master casing, but um, pressure reducing valves. Yeah, master? so it goes
1: to two pressure reducing stations, like a high zone yeah, and a low zone. Yeah.
2: So we okay. take like you take
1: three hundred psi of those and then reduce it out. Right. Right wow and that so had, those we, have those have reliefs both yeah of the, yeah right, both of those stations
2: right. have relief every system has a relief maybe it's enough but just the just because the turbines are in water it's supposed to keep it cool enough for and then a to, flow
1: or for a 10 minutes
2: right to go period. back
1: to question one there's no suction gauge hmm. there's no suction gauge because it's it's a tank so you have a you have a tank fill panel and it tells you you have 114 inches of water and if, if that baby starts blinking red, uh, it means your tank's going empty. That, I guess, would be your suction side.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's different. Yeah, so like in the city, you know, um, if you had city pressure, like you can't go below 20 because it causes, you know, back damage. And then you have a water advisory and then everybody hates you. Cave you know, in all the pipe. To...
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> all yeah. the old wooden mains in Boston. They're still pulling yeah. up wood mains
1: from back really? in the day yep oh man like old tree trunks that were hollowed out and used as at uh, used That's as pipes. crazy no oh yeah oh yeah
2: yeah old it's
1: school. crazy they documented it it too we, because it's uh it's like it's history so you could google it look it up it's uh those were the pipes back in the day they'd hollow out a tree and that was the underground and it's, it's still some of it's still functioning
2: really i don't think did we have know, any of that in Atlanta. did you know that Brian? i or? wonder no, well, I knew they had the piping, but I didn't know that it was still any of it functioning.
0: Yep, hmm. they still find it here and there. Wow, dang, so crazy! Find a tree underground and assume it's a pipe,
1: or I need a uh, I need a six inch wooden roustabout, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> what a find that would be!
2: That would be
0: cool. <laughs> Well, guys, it's a pleasure to have you on uh, before we start to close down. I would love to hear about your routine. What's your weekly routine? How are you getting more work? How do you go about the work days? How do you keep the energy? How do you keep the drive uh, to keep wanting more? You know, I know Brian said he does a backpack run up a mountain.
2: Yeah. I'm about uh, what
0: What kind of other things are you doing to keep yourself pumped up? Well, I got kids. Bobby has kids,
2: so that's a huge motivator, you know. Huge. That's a yeah, big one. i I tell my office, you know, it's like Monday through Thursday. You got something? Let me know. And I'm just like, got some overtime? You got some after hours? Let's go. That's it. I like the something. I like the night
1: stuff. I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of night work, especially in the hospital. So Why obviously the so. I'm not particularly sure because they say like for the patients, but there's patients there that are definitely sleeping at night while I'm hammer drilling, so it doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, but well, it's for yeah. the directors and the managers who are not there, it's, that's what it's it for. It's a
1: lot of like, there's yeah. not a lot of foot traffic. There's not people, you know, basically the foot traffic. There is less patients, but there's still there's still people there to disturb. But the night, all overtimes, double time.
2: Mm. Ooh. double time double time oh man i will freaking take
1: that so you like that and then also the wife and kids would be sleeping so it's not like i'm missing out on family time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you're making double no traffic because it's the middle of the night so there's a lot of pluses to working at night
0: what hours are we talking
1: um a lot of times they'll they'll let me start at 10 at night that'll be like the start time and we will just go until you know whenever we finish might be going for a full eight. You might be doing six hours. When do you sleep? Um. So if it's all nights, I go home and I would then I would sleep, you know, maybe till noon when the kids get out of school. But hmm. I was doing doubles for a bit. I would do nights at, at one hospital and then I'd go to the big job and meet the big crew at 6 a.m. Sleep for, sleep for a couple hours in the van in between.
0: You hear that, guys? These guys are such hard workers. Whenever I ask them, when do you sleep, they hesitate.
2: <laughs> Say, you
0: sleep? Sleep. They go, how, how am i how am i gonna answer that <laughs> sleep yeah. not much sleep yeah no yeah well my respect to you guys
1: yeah no i appreciate this. this is cool thank you for yep. having me
0: a song yeah absolutely um just a couple more things man like uh have you guys been following majestic for a while yeah uh i think i started
2: this my page in like April when I was doing like consulting and, and account management and sales and all that stuff. Did you see us before you you started your page? No, no, man. I got like on my other page, I've just like a personal, just with like kids and family and stuff. I got like ninety eight followers, so it's not like you know I'm out yeah. there. My favorite part about like I'm so passionate about what I do and I love it. And then I will uh, like if I'm at a restaurant and and I get. Or anywhere, and I talk to a guy. It's like, oh, what do you do? And I tell them, and I tell them all about this. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, oh, well, follow my page, and if you're interested, you know, what you want to start a career in this, let me know. And then it's like a, it's a baseline. It's a, it's kind of like a guide. It's an idea instead of me just like telling them it's like, what are you talking about, like electricians?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's i nice.
2: found a lot of people with jobs, you know, like in at other companies and stuff as, as an apprentice and got them started. And some of them have been there for three, four years.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know, it's all like-minded people. Um, you know, I see a lot of traffic coming when I share, when, when Sprinkler and Sprinkler Life shares my videos, there's a lot of traffic coming through on those. And yeah, yeah, I don't mind tagging you guys. We can all share each other's stuff. This is our craft. This is our craft. You know, let's, let's show it. Let's, let's show people this, you know, you can see the people who are liking and actually commenting, um, you click on their page, you can find Sprinkler stuff on their page. Oh, what I was going to say is I Mm. went to a trade school. My father, um, He wanted me to go through the plumbing trade so I could learn how to pull wrenches and run the machine and everything while I was in school. And it's, and that's what it was. It's not, there's no sprinkler. All the trade schools around me, you got electrical, carpentry, plumbing, um, HVAC, automotive, culinary. There, there's no sprinkler shop. So people come out and they don't even know that that's an option. They don't even realize. And uh, I don't know about, I'm pretty sure where you guys are. You guys are both in prominent cities. It's uh. We just recently became the highest trade in Boston. Really? really? The elevator guys had us for a long time, and
2: yeah, elevators make bank. From where
1: I'm I mean. almost positive that we just passed them in our last race. Dang! The highest paid in Boston, and it's a trade that I mean, what percentage of people don't know about? Come out of school oh, yeah. and not even know that there's fire protection in the in the totally. ceiling. Or how many times have you told someone you do sprinklers
2: and they say, well, "What are do you doing in the winter?" <laughs> yeah, right, because <laughs> they think you're doing irrigation. <laughs> I just tell them when they ask me, what do you do? I was like, I'm in fire protection. They're like a firefighter. I was like, no, I'm more in the construction side. And they're like, like what?
0: I was like, it's complicated. Just leave it. (laughs) That's it. And then you just want to say to them, how do you not know?
2: How do you not know?
0: They all go off at once. Like you just. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: Is it as pretty as it is in clear as it is in the movies? (laughs) (laughs) No, never when it's brand new
0: well guys uh i kept it short and sweet today i usually sometimes go an hour but i wanted to do 30 minutes today because i just like that workflow so thank you so much for thank you me today and we will stay in touch awesome great thank you buddy see you guys have a great night you as well